threat, mothers. You wish to speak with me. The threat of fate has spoken to us. Another comes. A Jedi. They ride the travelers. Well, that is unwelcome news. Could it be the recently deceased Sokatana? Impossible. I thought it was beyond you. To underestimate a Jedi. After all, death and resurrection are common deceptions played out by both Night Sister and Jedi. Bela assured me of her death. And yet, he was once a Jedi. So, we must regard him as flawed. Now, we shall consider Sokotano alive until we know otherwise. And we shall prepare accordingly. I want to know her background, history, home world, her master, everything. Yes, Grand Admiral. If a star whale approaches Peridia, destroy it with prejudice. Great mothers, I shall once again require the aid of your dark magic. The thread of destiny demands it, Grand Admiral. Ahsoka, Ashoka, ooh, I wanna talk about some Star Wars, some Jedi, soon you'll realize I don't know much about her, but that never stops me, Ahsoka, Mandalorian man, that's the name of this podcast show. But you already know I talk about more than that. Star Wars and Disney Plus. If it's live action, then I must record myself as I discuss a galaxy long ago. Like the Ahsoka Show. Ahsoka, Ahsoka, ooh, I wanna talk about some Star Wars, some Jedi. Soon you realize I don't know much about her. Ooh, welcome to the Ahsoka Ashoka. Each week I'll talk about an episode without taking one note of the Ahsoka Show. Is through. May the force be with you. Greetings, Star Wars fans, and welcome back to The Mandalorian Man Presents The Ahsoka Ashoka. Now, it's Saturday night, September 23rd, as I'm talking to you here. If I sound any different, it's because I'm trying something a little different. I'm talking into my microphone, my same microphone, but I have it plugged into a handheld recorder. Um, For whatever reason, I don't have a reason. I just wanted to try it. So, uh, and I'm using an XLR cord. Uh, that means nothing to, unless you're a nerd like me. 
Uh, but you might be saying, Michael, it's it's Saturday. The new episode of Ahsoka came out on Tuesday. Where the hell were you? Well, I have a pretty good excuse, and I'm going to explain it all to you right now. Ooh, I got feta on my keyboard. Yuck. So, uh, last week, episode comes out. I put out the the podcast on Tuesday night. Uh, you you download it and you go, oh, this again? Oh, okay, I guess. Uh, and then you go, apparently I'll wait for, for the next one. Tuesday, next Tuesday would come around and you think, okay, there's a new episode. But no, that Wednesday, so the Wednesday after last episode, it didn't feel so well. It didn't feel so good. I um, you know, had a little bit of a headache, a little bit of a sore throat, but I'd been up. I'd been up for, you know, I was up late Tuesday. I was up late Monday. I was up late Sunday. Uh, I was just up late being, uh, you know, a, a, a night owl. And uh, I get up to go to bed Wednesday night. And I'm like, ooh, I got a little bit of the chills. That doesn't feel right. Well, I'm sure it's nothing. Wake up the next day. I'm like, I think I'm going to be sick today. I'm going to call in sick. But you know what? Let me run one of those tests where they stick something up my nose. And um, yeah. Yep. Uh, after three plus years right i mean we're talking yeah since 2020 finally i got hit i tested positive for the covid and uh i was like oh god no no but i didn't feel too too bad so right away that day um my wife tested negative she was feeling okay. I said, all right, we're separating. I mean, not, you know, in the legal uh, sense, but in the physical sense. Uh, you go off to work. When you get home, I, I feel enough, feel okay. I'm going to go right to the walk-in because my doctor said, come on in. Got, I mean, they loaded me with stuff. They loaded me with a backslip. They loaded me with a, with a cough medicine. They loaded me with an antibiotic. They gave me a steroid, which I'm sure made me a real bitch. Uh, and I just kind of, Floated through the next couple days, doing as little as possible, lying around, staying away from people, uh, sitting outside as much as I could, not working. And then I would say on Sunday, so we 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 we're, we're in a connected uh, house with my parents. Boom, they both both tested positive. Oh great, my wife still tested negative. She went to the doctor. They're like, we don't, you know, we probably have bronchitis, but you don't have anything tested negative. Uh, this, that was on Friday. I think she stayed home sick. On Monday, she was like, I feel like crap. Uh, and so we, I don't think we tested her. I think this time we just went again. I waited in the car. She went in. I was homesick again. And she tested positive. So now she's got, so now the whole friggin' house has it. And at this point, I'm like, I'm starting to feel somewhat better. So on Tuesday, I decide to try to go back to work. I make about a half day. So for the rest of the week, you know, everyone else is sick. I'm the one who has mo the most meds in me. Uh, I'm kind of on the mend. I'm slowly getting there. But Tuesday comes around, I go, I'm like, I can't do this. I, I must leave. I must leave everyone, let everyone down and, and not podcast about this episode. And I feel like this was the one. This was the one people were waiting for. This was the one that people were, were uh, hoping to get to. Uh, and and then they wake up the next day and they go, "Where's Mike? We 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 watched it. We can't enjoy it. What the hell?" And uh, finally, I would say 
I, I worked the rest of the week, but I didn't quite work a full day. And it, it, the, the one thing that got me, because breathing was never really that big of an issue. Coughing, yes. Fatigue. Fatigue. It was a lot of fatigue. Uh, fatigue, uh, meaning I was tired, very tired. So I would collapse. I would be like, not collapse, but I'd be like, I'd try to work, and then I'd go lie down. Then I'd work, and then I'd go lie down. Then I'd read, and then I'd go lie down. Uh, and then part of me was like, I should go get that second Thrawn book and read it right now. No, you know what? I, I, there were other books I wanted to read. Spooky season's right around the corner. There's a couple horror books I want to read. Then, once that's done, I'm going back to uh, the Dark Force Rising to get more Thrawn because really, isn't that what this whole show, to me, was was getting to, was getting to Thrawn? Uh, but enough about that. Today, I feel like I felt my best. Uh, I got out of the house. Um, still, you know, being wary, still staying away from people. I, who, who wants to be near people anyway, really? Uh, so that that part is like, hey, I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, just trying to get back to normal. We'll see. I'm probably going to test myself tomorrow. But I'm, I work from home, so no matter what, I'll be working this week coming up. But I start to feel a little more normal today. I said, you know what? You know what, Mrs. Mandalorian man? She said, What? Oh, I said, I'm sorry, dear. I'm sorry, dear. Uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to try podcasting tonight. I'm going to talk a little. It might not be that long. It probably won't be that good. So it's going to be just as consistent as, as ever. And for some reason, I'm not using my computer. I'm using my, my little Tascam handheld recorder. And I'm enjoying the way this is working so far. Um, maybe because I'm not going to stop. And, and I'm not going to edit as much. So if you hear things, maybe my dog scratches the door. I might pause it. But other than that, there isn't going to be much editing. It's just going to be me getting through this, getting out to you, the masses, and talking about this episode, part six, far, far away. This is Ahsoka, new episode of Ahsoka, this is Ahsoka, far, far away. Some of you might have got that. So, after watching this episode, I know people loved it, and I really enjoyed it, but I have to say, this show, and this episode really probably meant a lot to people who watch Rebels and were like, finally. Uh, and I'm talking about, and I'm, I'll jump ahead. I'm talking about all the Ezra stuff. I don't know Ezra. I, I've heard about him. I saw a little hologram of him. I know Sabine kind of uh, sacrificed all kinds of stuff to get to him. We don't know if it's worth it. It'll probably be worth it because good guys win usually. But... When they met at the, I'm getting ahead of myself, but once they, all this is happening, I'm going, oh, okay, cool. Uh, that's great. Can we go back? Can we see Ahsoka in the uh, show Ahsoka? It's the Ahsoka Ahsoka. Where did she go? She's still in a whale. By the way, they call them space whales in this one or star whales. I was like, yes, I, I, I must've missed it. But um, seeing this episode for me, it was finally getting to get my face on Thrawn and seeing Lars Mikkelsen, brother of the great Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, he is, right? He is the voice of Thrawn in all the shows, right? I'm not crazy, am I? Now I'm looking it up. He is, I'm on IMDb, which is the internet movie database. Yes, yes, okay. So he has been the voice of Thrawn, at least in Rebels. Again, it's like, it's nice to see you again, Sabine. I'm like, oh, yeah, they know each other from something else that I've never seen. Um, I know him from, you know, back in the Timothy Zahn first novel. I feel like I, I maybe I pictured him with a deeper voice. 
and something more. Maybe almost more like Ray Stevenson. But he's so calm and he's so level-headed that it was actually even better. It was a little like disconcerting how very relaxed he was the way he was very measured in everything that he talked about. He seemed to have no problem with Sabine being there, but when that other Jedi was going to be showing up at the end, there seemed to be a little bit of an issue. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So we kind of pick up exactly where the last episode left off. I mean, there um, Sabine is with the bad, the bad guys, and they're following them with space whales. And Ahsoka, one thing she lets on, she tells uh, Robot Man, is that, you know, Sabine went willingly. He's like, never. She's like, he did. She did. I hope she knows what she's doing. She's like, well, the Force does not give all the answers. And she's like, oh. He's like, want me to tell you some old stories? And that was a cool moment. It was like, because he goes, I'll tell you one of the stories. It was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Very cool opener. But it had so little to do with the rest of this episode. I'm like, okay, when's she going to show up? All right, where is she? It's like we waited forever for Thrawn. Now, okay, we got Thrawn. Oh, we don't got Ahsoka. She was in some back. She was in like some, um, you know, the the in-between world, the upside down, whatever she was last time. We got to see a little bit of her. It's like almost not enough for me. I'm like, I I know if you're a fan of, of Rebels, you must love Sabine. I don't know Rebels. This is my first instance of Sabine. I'm not with you. I'm just not with you. And I'm not there yet. I, I I I don't dislike the actress. I think she does a fine job. I just think the character, to me, if you're watching this for the first time, I'm going, what am I, like, why is she doing this? Who is she? What is it, like, why is she sacrificing all this? And should I be rooting for her? Why should I be rooting for her? Look what she did. She betrayed her friends to meet one dude. And what is the point of it? I, I, I'm going all over the place, but what, there are so many times where I say, well, why, why do they do that then? Why bother? Why bother? So they um, first, they finally um, get to where they're going. They get out of hyperspace. And um, of course, naive Sabine, she's in captivity. She's like, we had a deal. And Balin's like, yeah, sure. We had it. She must have said that many times. We had a deal. Like, really? You can't believe the bad guys are, are maybe uh, reneging on the deal, which apparently they actually quite technically don't. But um they get there. They arrive in hyperspace. I wrote down a couple notes. I know I said I don't do notes, but I did this time because I wanted the name of Perid- Peridia. And when I heard her say, we're in Peridia, all I thought of was Druidia from um, from Spaceballs. And I was like, Peridia. If you know Spaceballs, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's the it's Morgan Lisbeth's, the, the ancestral home of the Dothmori. Dothmori, which are like her witch people. Uh, but now it's like basically where the whales go to die. It's their graveyard. Uh, she's like, we have a beacon from the surface. So they all go down to the surface. And um, when they're going down to the surface, I swear from the back, it does kind of look like Lone Star's Winnebago, another Lone Star uh, Spaceballs reference. But they have these weird red witches, which, again, outside of the the stories, if you're just watching these these movies... And then you're watching these shows. You're like, what? There's, all of a sudden, there's, there's witches? Where'd they come from? And it felt very Dune-y to me. Very much like the, the Dune, you know, the Looney Dunes. Um, but I do like when she looks at, she, the, one of the witches says, 
it reeks of Jedi. And she looks over at Sabine. They tie her up in like little space ropes and take her away. Uh, but again, she's like, what, a, what, what? We had a deal. I wrote down, am I supposed to dislike her? Because I'm so annoyed by her that she, she gave up the way to get to Thrawn so that she could get to her buddy, Ezra. Ezra better be like Superman, okay? Because I don't see what the, I don't see what the worth was yet. Now again, you guys are going to coming at me, uh, or you guys might be coming at it with so much knowledge. You go, oh, Michael, you don't get it, you naive son of a bitch. But that's how I'm looking at it. Uh, then, so the spaceship leaves. I'm like, does Morgan leave them there? And it leaves, uh, was it Shin and Balin? I feel like I'm getting them right. Uh, and she's like, well, you know, he talks about this place. He's like, this place is a place of stories told at the temple. And um, she's, you know, it, they keep bringing up his tie to the Jedi. And he's like, you know, it was a long time ago. I watched everything burn. It repeats itself over and over and over again. It seems like he's there for something more. And it seems like we see that again later. He talks about, you know, uh, being there and helping with them, but he's like, uh, he's like, ah, Thrawn's just an end to me. It's just, it's just, it seemed like it was temporary. He he has this bigger kind of idea. Um, so Sabine's gets puts in captivity, and she finally starts to second guess herself. Like, what did you do? Oh, jeez! Uh, and she starts to like use the Force. You think something's going to happen, but then boom, this giant. Imperial, I say Imperial Cruiser, is that what it is, a starship? I mean, I was not expecting that. I was like, oh, damn. And then I'm thinking, why don't they just take that starship and fly away? But I think they're stranded and they don't know where they are, right? And I know they say it's going to take a couple days. They say a couple, um, you know, what did they, they call They didn't call them days. They called something else, like moon cycles or something, star cycles. Um, uh, and then I have the um, the subtitles on because I'm old. And we see all these dirt, these troopers who look a little dirty. I was like, are they dead? Are they leftovers? A ton of them. And we see one dude named Enoch. And I go, Enoch? What the hell does that mean? He's got like a gold face. I don't know what it means, but he's cool. Again, I'm sure it's an awesome reference. I don't know. Um, but then, boom, there he is. Gren. Admiral Thrawn, um, and it's like he just comes up, and he's not, he's just so laid back the way the actor is, the way the character is. He's very matter of fact and very much like, um, uh, you know, all right, this is what we do. Thank you for coming. It's going to take a few days. That's fine. No problem. Uh, and they're like, oh, there's a Jedi aboard. A Jedi? What? I wasn't expecting that. Balin's like, yeah, it was my idea. He goes, well, you used to be a Jedi too, didn't you? He didn't say it like that. He's like, that was a long time ago. I'm not a Jedi anymore. That was, you know, um, I thought you'd be of use. He goes, I, I see. Like, they seem like she will be of great use. And I'm thinking, why will she be of great use? There's a lot of where I go, huh? Why will she be of great? Like, there must be something bigger here that I'm not seeing yet. Because... Uh, they they bring her out. She's like Thrawn. He's like Ah, oh, Sabine, you again. She's like you again. I he- I hear you here for Ezra. He may be dead, but a deal's a deal. So here's a here's a mouse horse, and here's some weapons, and here's some provisions, and good luck. He's like really. She's like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I kept my honor. You helped them get here. You helped them get me. 
So I'm going to let you go. Uh, I'm like, really? They are? And the guy gives her weapon. Like Enoch says, like, you know, um, uh, die well. They let her go. They just let her go. They honor their part of the deal to let her go get Ezra. And then I said, but why? Why don't they just kill her? Why let her go? And I'm thinking, okay, maybe they want Ezra too and they need him. But then they leave and Thrawn's like, all right, we're letting her go. But once she goes far enough, you guys go and you kill her. And the the woman, Shin's like, what? I thought it was part of the deal. He's like, okay, I'm keeping my part of the deal. But what I'm doing is I'm letting you go. You're going to kill them. And, um, you know, then we still, we still did our part of the bargain. I'm like, wait, what? So then why care about the bargain? Just kill her anyway. So then I'm thinking, okay, they want her to find Ezra because he's important. But he said, you can kill her and Ezra too. So I'm like, then why? I understand Balin trying to be honorable, I guess. But I understand why Thrawn cared enough to do it. He's like, ah, just kill her. Because he's basically telling her to kill her anyway. And then, uh, okay, wait. He, um, oh, so she goes off and she gets into this, it was a cool little fight, a little uh, shootout in a fight. But of course her ride runs off, her mouse rat, mouse horse, and um, mouse rat, some people get that. And uh, her instruments are damaged. So uh, we go back and Thrawn doesn't care. He doesn't care if, if Sabine or Ez- and Ezra are stranded or killed. Nor does he care if the same thing happens to the mercenaries. Then why is any of this happening? Why does he send the mercenaries out to kill them if he could just strand them? He, it must be that the, he thinks that, but, but if Ezra could get away, he would have already. So I'm watching this and I'm going, there's got to be something more here. I don't think I got any of those answers. And maybe I'm not looking at it right. But I'm like, and I like watching Thrawn do his thing very calmly, very much like it is what it is. But I don't get, I get the motivation. I don't get why it's happening. I'm like, if you, if you care, just let them go and leave. If, unless they come back in three days, then kill them before they get to, I get it. So they still have to wait a few days. So maybe kill them before they get a chance to get back and fight us. Okay. Okay. If they don't get back, oh well. If they do, you know, then we have to deal with them. So might as well send the mercenaries out. Okay. I think I figured out the why. Okay. I, I, maybe, maybe it, that's on me. That's on me, peeps. But uh, Sabine, her mouse horse, which is actually quite cute, um, and for some reason wants to come back to her. She's like, no. I'm like, why would you want to walk? Get on this horse. Stop being so stubborn. You're so stubborn. Your stubbornness was, annoys me the most. Uh, but he gets on a scent and they run into a tiny little crab rock dude who is so cute. He's so cute. He's dressed in a little suit. And I'm trying to think, is that is that shell part of him or is he wearing it like a little backpack? I couldn't tell. But he seems to know where Ezra is. And... Um, he ends up leading her away. Meanwhile, hopefully you, I, I, I edited around that cough. Meanwhile, Balin and Shin are talking about, uh, they're, they're tracking them. They see the fight was there. They run into the guy. She's like, oh, bad guy. He's like, no, no, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. But she's like, do you, do you know, did you know Ezra? He's like, no, I didn't even know him. I'm like, then why do you care so much? 
Um, she said, do you miss the order? That was interesting. Interesting. He said, I miss the idea, not the truth, not what it became. Uh, so he definitely has some sort of value system in him. I don't know if it's going to, I feel like he wants something more, something more than Thrawn has to offer. And I think that they're going to butt heads, but I still don't trust him as like, you know, someone who's going to turn good or anything. Um, but he said, he's like, Some, there's something here, something calls to me, something makes him want to stay. Uh, so jumping back to Sabine, she finally, uh, she gets to the rock village. I call it rock, rock crab village. It's like this little campground. Very cute. Little frog people. Uh, just really uh, cute. And then boom, there's Ezra. And I'm like, oh, wow, there he is. That's the guy that they've been looking for, Ezra, that I'm sure means something to millions of people. I just don't know who he is. I saw him in one little hologram. Uh, and, and it's on me for not knowing Rebels, but, you know, it's like they could have done, they could have done an episode where you got this background of him and you're like, whoa, that's who he is. It's just a half an episode of them doing something in, in, the, in the old days of like working together, fighting together, and you realize how important he is. But it's just like, no, you know, it would be like seeing Rise of Skywalker no, no, seeing The Force Awakens and being like, who is, and never seeing a Star Wars and being like, why does Luke Skywalker matter? I don't, I don't know who that is. That's just, I may, that may be sacrilegious, but that's <clears throat> what I'm thinking. Like, they're making this big deal about this guy, and I have no idea who he is. So, again, that's just separation of Rebels and Ahsoka uh, on my part. Um, so, he's like, I'm so glad you came. Thank you for finding me. I can't wait to get out of here. How'd you even get here? She's like, um, you know, the old TV show. There's no time for that now. Not now. I don't want to tell you that I betrayed my friends and I basically led uh, people back to Thrawn so now Thrawn can leave. That's not important. The important thing is we got to hug. Hooray. So they, we jump back to um, to Thrawn and they're like, the witches come back. They're like, there's a bit of an issue. He's like, what? He said, uh, there's another Jedi arriving. It's coming in on the riders, I think they said. And I was like, thank God, finally she's coming. And he's like, destroy any star whale, star whale that approaches. And he wants more of their dark magic. And then the episode ends. And that is it. No Ahsoka. Uh, she doesn't show up. She doesn't save the day. She's going to show up and save the day. She better. Um, but we did finally get Thrawn. He lived up to the hype. We got Ezra. I don't, I don't understand. I don't know why there's hype, but I'm, maybe he lived up to the hype. Not for me. That's just personally me. Uh, but I was very, um, I was just, I, until I figured out, oh, they need to stop him before they get back. Well, why let him go in the first place? And I guess it's to make, to try to make sure that Ezra's destroyed. I'm trying to put the logical pieces in place of why they let her go and then why they're trying to stop her from coming back in the first place. Is it just to say, we're, we're duty bound. We're honored. We, we, we. You know, a Lannister always keeps his word, something like that. I don't know. I do know that this is the most that I've talked in a week and a half, and I'm feeling it. So it's, it's going to be a little short, but that's okay. This was a good episode, um, but I don't, but I think it would be a much better episode for the big Rebels and, and um, the big Rebels fans out there. I think that's where this is a, a big episode for. And for the rest of us, we're going, oh, that was enjoyable. Oh, they got that guy. Cool. Oh, there's Thrawn. Now, again, I, I do have at least some background with Thrawn. So 
I was very excited to see that. Uh, now, everyone who knows Lars Mikkelsen as the voice was probably even tickled even more to hear it come out of him as a you know living, breathing being. Um, that'll be cool to go back and, and, and kind of relive that. And now, now, without a doubt, when I read the next Thrawn book, I'll be picturing this version of Thrawn. So that is it. That is why the show is short. That is why the show is late. I'm a sickly young man uh, who's ready to go to bed. Um, I've already pushed myself too much, but I do it for the art. I do it for the love of the podcast and for the love of Star Wars. And even when I don't know what the hell's going on, I still love watching it and love talking about it. So, my friends, listen, you can find me on Twitter. That's what it's called. Twitter at Geek Mentality. On Instagram at Geek Mentality. On Mastodon.social at Geek Mentality. On threads at Geek Mentality. I am not on Blue Sky yet, but I would like to be. I got to find one of those invites. Uh, you can find the Facebook page as Fans Not Experts. We don't do a lot there, but the website is fansnotexperts.com. That's where you'll find uh, links to every episode of Every Mandalorian Man and every other silly podcast that I do. Um, and that's it. Hopefully, this recording came out okay because I'm not doing it again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. And until next Tuesday, because I plan to be back Tuesday doing this again. But if I'm late, it's because I'm very tired and I'm back working full time. And I just got to get, I got to get my sea legs under me. I got to get my sea whale legs under me. And star whale, damn it. Until next time, may the force be with you. Fans not experts.